Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back, friends. You're on the block. ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com, presented by Atlas Fence. The number one team in all of Division II men's lacrosse resides uh, just a short uh, distance away from here, up on the Heights at LeMoyne College, ladies and gentlemen. And it's always a pleasure to welcome in their head coach, Dan Sheehan's back with us here. Uh, Dan, how you doing, bud? I'm great, Brent. How you doing? I am great. We're talking lacrosse. We're talking about the number one LeMoyne <laughs> College Dolphins. And I know it's number one on March 7th. I know you want to be number one when it matters, Coach. I'm just going to get ahead of you on that one. But you know, still got to feel pretty good, right? You have a team people deem worthy of the top spot at this point. Yeah, you know, for all those folks that are that are lacrosse fans, it's kind of like it's kind of like hitting the pipe. Um, you know, <laughs> you it's, it's it's really good for oohs and ahs, but uh, it really doesn't count for much on the scoreboard. So um, there's only there's only one poll that matters, and that's the one that comes out at the end of May. There you go. There's that coach answer I was looking for <laughs> right there, Coach. Uh, when you looked at this team right before the season started, you know what kind of puzzle, what kind of puzzle did you have what kind of pieces had to come together what were your thoughts about okay this is this is what kind of work we have to do on this squad yeah well we we lost boy i think we might have lost seven of our eight top scores um you know defensively we lost we lost three starting close defensemen um our starting goalie um so so there was a little bit of there wasn't panic, um, but it was a it was a situation. You know, we knew we were, we knew that this was going to be happening. So you um, you know you hope that you and your coaching staff are are not only preparing to win games and championships last year, but also you know preparing those guys that uh, that were standing on the sidelines uh, for for an opportunity that that you knew was going to happen in in just uh, you know three or four months. Coach, you uh, have two uh, great wins early. You're three and zero overall here. Uh, two great wins uh, out of the top ten already. You challenge yourself right out of the gate. And uh, how encouraging is it that you could play really good teams early on and and handle your business in, in that way? And was that by design, by the way, to put some tough teams on the schedule early, or just kind of work out that way for you? You know, I think that's kind of that's kind of what we've done. Um, you know, with with access to the the NCAA tournament, uh, you know, you hope that that three, if not four, teams from our conference are going to make it. Uh, so you certainly got to take care of of business within the conference. But those early season games, out of conference games, um, a huge opportunity to be resume builders. Um, you know, and and we've never shied away. Uh, you know, I've always said that um, if you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. So, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of been our recipe all along to, and, and it's why kids come here, you know, they, who wants to play in, in 25 to three games, um, you know, playing in those, those barn burners that, you know, the last possession of the game could result in a win or a loss. I think that's, that's why kids come here. Speaking of being the best, Dan, you have, uh, Matt Vavanese second, uh, any 10 goalie of the week designation already. Uh, seems like he's off to a great start. Tell me about him and the defense in front of him being able to to earn those awards. Because as you know, those tend to be group awards as much as the goalie gets the accolades. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, Matt Matt's the last line of defense. He certainly got a good crew in front of him. 
Um, you know, Matt, Matt's been a huge, huge energy guy for us. Uh, a little bit different um, than, the, than the style of play that we've expected out of our goalies over the last few years. Um, you know, Matt makes a ton of plays, um, not only between the pipes, but, but in the crease and, and around the crease, uh, you know, stealing possessions, picking off passes, uh, stealing end lines, those, those types of plays, which is, it's been a huge, huge shot of energy. And not to mention that he's a grad guy for us. Um, you know, when you're replacing, uh, when you graduate your, your three starting close defensemen, um, and, and you can put some younger guys in front of them, uh, that, that quarterback with it's a little bit long in the tooth and has some experience. That's, that's been a huge help for us. Dan Sheehan joining us here, folks. Lemoyne College men's lacrosse, number one in all the land right now. And, Coach, uh, you didn't have to go far. You certainly do a lot of local recruiting here. But when I look at the top of the list here, you got Joey Pizzamenti and, and Sam Lambert, both from Victor, both Rochester guys who came in together uh, here. Uh, and uh, you got Joey up there with 13 points. You got Sam with 11. Tell me about uh, grabbing them uh, from Victor and, and bringing them in from Western New York here and, and, and how they're doing for you. Yeah, anybody that knows uh, high school across in upstate New York, I think Victor's one of those places that, uh, you know, they're, they're in the conversation for the state championship every single year. Um, you know, Sam, Sam's been absolute one, one of my favorites if I'm, uh, if I'm allowed to have one. Uh, he is just full throttle all the time. Um, you know, being a fifth-year guy for us, playing with a ton of confidence, and then Joey, Joey's been a nice addition for us, transfer from University of Albany, um, you know, just kind of needed an opportunity, um, plays really, really well with the ball in his stick and um, has, has a, a really high lacrosse IQ. Uh, and you throw him together with, with Kyle Caves, who, uh, you know, a, a Liverpool guy, you know, our, our top three guys are, are uh you know, a force to be reckoned with so far those th- first three games. And you got this uh, Kevin Sheehan guy who, I mean, you just can't shake him. He keeps coming back. He's on the roster again as a grad student here. What, what, what kind of role does uh, Kevin play now in that fifth year and somebody who's been around the block a few times for you, Coach? Yeah, Kevin. Kevin's doing, doing the same thing that we've kind of ha- expected him to do the last the last four years. He's His lacrosse IQ, um, he's one of those guys when there's one ball and six guys, uh, you know, Kevin's a guy that you want out there because he's, he's going to get out of people's way at the right time. He'll get the ball in the right guy's stick. Um, you know, just one of those headsy, headsy players. You know, I, I, I think I can say this. He's a coach's kid. Uh, and there's, there's certain expectations that you have with coaches' kids that, uh, you know, they're going to kind of be a quarterback on the field and, and count that for us for sure. Coach, uh, you know this better than anybody. This time of the year can be tricky uh, weather-wise. Uh, it feels like you've been doing okay there. It's certainly cold out there, but uh, how, how's it been going so far in, in practicing through that uh, tricky central New York weather? Yeah, well, we walked off the practice field about 45 minutes ago, and I think I'm just starting to feel my fingers again. <laughs> um, you know, that, that's, that's part of that, the upstate New York grittiness that, uh, that I think we've got a lot of this year. The players seem to embrace that, too. They know. I mean, you're going to be playing these games uh, through the first month of the season in, in this type of weather. You never know what can come. And uh, it doesn't seem to be a detriment, right, to, to play, especially those, like you said, the kids from Victor in central New York that, that know what it's like to come in and, and play in this situation. Yeah, it, it comes with the territory. You know, I think one of the things that, that upstaters despise more than the cold is those July days playing club ball down in Baltimore where it's 95 <laughs> and, and the humidity is 95. So, 
sometimes sometimes 25 and and a light breeze isn't so bad. Coach, you uh, don't have to vent. Speaking of Rochester, you don't have to venture far. That's where you head tomorrow. Roberts Wesleyan is uh, next up for you tomorrow at a four o'clock uh, face-off. There, what do you have uh, up in mind here against this squad? Yeah, it's our last out of conference game uh, before we start conference play next Saturday. Um, you know, so as as we do with most of our games, this is an opportunity for us to uh, to get better. Um, you know, they're they're a, they're a talented group. Uh, over the last couple of years, they've been greatly improved. Um, so yeah, so they're they're a little bit young on the offensive side, but defensively, uh, they've they've got their their goalies playing really well right now, and and they're they're winning about sixty sixty five percent of their faceoffs. So um, should be a good should be a good test for us. So we started talking about the rankings, and I'll I'll end on a somewhat similar note, Coach. I just kind of wanted to get your sense to zoom out a little bit here about. Those teams that are at the top of the pole, what Division Two is like, you know, what you took away from the loss in the tournament last year, and just how you see the sport around you growing at this level, because it feels like there's just a lot of great teams that uh, in your conference, out of conference, on your schedule, I mean, not on your schedule, but it just feels like the depth has built up to where there's a lot of entertaining lacrosse at the D2 level. What's kind of your state of, of that union, if you will? Yeah, well, I think D2 lacrosse is really representative of, of the growth of the game, you know, across the country. Um, it wasn't too long ago that Division Two had, you know, anywhere in low 40s in the number of teams. And, and right now, I think I think we have exactly the same number of teams at Division Two as we do at Division One. Um, you know, and, and it's growing. The state of Florida is some of the, the most competitive uh, Division Two lacrosse that we have now. So, um, you know, certainly the growth of the game is is uh, you know, in the in the in the increase in uh, opportunities that these kids have, not only here in the Northeast but across the country. Coach, I know you want to be number one at the end of the road here, but it's uh, still <laughs> cool. Like you said, you hit a pipe, you get a good feeling, and then uh, you, you look for the next one, right? So we'll see if that's tomorrow against Roberts Wesleyan. Uh, we'll definitely catch up again uh, at some point during the season here. But thanks for your time today, and uh, best of luck as we go down the road here. Yeah, always a pleasure. Appreciate the time. Thank you, Dan. We appreciate it, sir. It's Dan Sheehan, folks. He's the head coach of your number one ranked Lemoyne College Dolphins. I like that reference. You hit a pipe. Ooh, ah, then you got to move on, right? We will take a break on that. No, we will return in the blind side awaits. Stay right there. You're on the block. ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com.